to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy, today we're going to talk about something that's dear to our hearts. The tricky, delightful, wonderful concept of mentoring. Yep, that is a loaded word for people. Isn't it though? So what might be some of the load, Amy? Some of the load is the mentor that is authoritarian, domineering, aggressive you this is my way you will do this my way or you suck and the implication that there's something lacking in us because that's like awkward and uncomfortable mm-hmm. if that's how we're viewing it exactly mm-hmm. i'm in a relationship with someone actually two different people that i look to as mentors regularly and i see it as i see in them something wonderful that I also want in my own life. So Mm -hmm. I have intentionally positioned myself to be a student, in a sense, of what they've already learned. So I don't have to reinvent the wheel. I don't have to take 15 years to learn what they learned through the School of Hard Knocks, but that I get to benefit from the wisdom and capacity that they already have. Mm -hmm. Like stand on their shoulders. Yeah, I love that picture. Like, wow, they would give that to me and create space for me to grow and flourish. Mm -hmm. It's an awesome thing. What's the biblical basis for mentoring? Is this just something that has, you know, been developed in the 21st century, that it's one of those buzzwords, this sounds really good? Is there any basis in the Bible for this? Like Jesus and 12 disciples, that sort of thing? Exactly, like that sort of thing. Exactly like that sort of thing. And not exclusively and only there. We have Elijah and Elisha. We have Paul and we have Timothy. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I think um, I think everyone would benefit from mentorship. Mm-hmm. There's wisdom in it. There's an example from Jesus and his disciples. And while Jesus is clearly more magnificent than any human mentor is going to be, it doesn't mean that other people can't also mentor us in their humanity. Oh, yeah. Right? In, in Philippians 3.17, Paul talks about how he tells the... Philippian people, Mm -hmm. imitate my walk with God and from those who walk according to the ways of life we have modeled before you. So he's saying, look at what I'm doing and do what I'm doing. Yeah, it's funny because in that passage right before then, he tells people not to be distracted by the ways some people are walking. Mm -hmm. So I think mentorship is an intentional relationship, though some mentoring happens by proximity, by... You know, those people I listen to their podcasts, they're obviously having a huge influence on my life, but I am not giving them permission to speak directly into my life. Mm, I think that's a big distinction is the that someone has permission to speak into your life. Yes, I think it's a really important part. It's as uncomfortable as it will be, and it will be. Mm-hmm. My son came home from uh, football practice the other night, and he was just rankled a little bit by some of the feedback he got from the coach. And I was like, the coach's job is to make you more awesome. Mm -hmm. Don't hear this as you're not awesome. Yeah. And so a mentoring relationship can be like that with the right person. So again, right person is really, really important because controlling and authoritarian is gross. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're talking about. No, we are not talking about that. I've had that experience. It's yucky. No, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just no. Yeah. I believe that everybody, let's just say everybody for now. Yeah. Everybody should be both a mentor to someone and be intentionally mentored mentored by someone, especially if they want to go further up and further in. Mm-hmm. We need to create space for iron to sharpen iron. So even that 
even that word mentoring can be triggery for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know other people have cast it in more of a, you need moms and dads hmm. in your life. So like the spiritual family aspect. Yeah. You know, or just like no titles. You need to be pouring into someone intentionally as someone pours into you. Yes. So it's not like it doesn't have to be this very structured, formal, you know, Michelle is my mentor. I am the mentee. These are the guidelines. We meet once a week. It doesn't have to look like some really weird, formal, structured thing. It, it could. It could. I was but it doesn't say, have to be. Isn't that what we do? Yeah. <laughs> Are you being a hypocrite, Amy? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm bringing up my concerns publicly. Okay, right here on a podcast. Yeah, I have a friend. <laughs> right, like I think we can get caught up in what we think it should look like and discount what may actually already be happening in our life. And so this that's such a good idea, you know, especially for anybody that's triggered, just to recognize this is actually happening informally. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we we impact the people in our sphere of influence. We become what we behold. First Corinthians three eighteen. Like we are for better or for worse being impacted and influenced all the time by the people around us. But I would encourage people to take it to a step of more intention. Mm-hmm. Who in your life could you benefit from learning from? Approach them and say, I would like to be mentored by you for a season. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like a lifelong relationship, a commitment. It might be overwhelming. So. I have approached people and said, for a year, can we do this? Could mm-hmm. we get together once a month? And I would like you to speak into my life, both encouragement and challenge me. Yeah. It, kind of terrifying, but hey, you pick it. You can walk away from it too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I also have a sense of, I think responsibility is a good healthy word in this sense that what God has given to me, I have a responsibility to pass on. And, and Paul had this with Timothy. He says, you know, what I've received, I've passed on to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, business would call it succession plan. I have a succession plan at work. I've got written out. Everything is my responsibility. And I have people that I know, know what's going on, that have been trained and equipped, that honestly, if I died tomorrow, yet yeah, you'd be sad. The world would carry on. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be sad. Like, yeah, you, you'd, you'd shed a few, few tears, but then you'd be able to look at my succession plan and everything would be okay. <laughs> well, maybe not for you, but the church would certainly carry on. The church would carry on. I would be devastated. And then I'd look at your list and get things done. So, Amy, since we're uh, big fans of authentic and vulnerable, and we know <sighs> that... By modeling that, we create mm-hmm. safe spaces for other people. Let's us, you and me, have the awkward conversation in this sacred, private space about, oh, wait, people are going to, we, we actually pray that people will listen to this. <laughs> I wish our listeners could see your face right now because your eyes are big. Like, what but are you like, going to say? Let's talk about our relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah, that awkward. So we're doing the DTR, define the relationship. Oh yeah, defining the relationship. No, we did it. We're just going to yeah. tell other people, yeah. <laughs> but we might edit as we go along here. Boy, I hope people are still tracking with us. So a few years ago, you came to me and you said, I feel like now I'm going to quote it wrong. What I heard you say in essence was, this is not a direct quote. <laughs> Michelle, I feel like God is calling me to walk in partnership with you. And I want to learn from you and... I want to hang out with you and where you go, I want to go Mm -hmm. so that I can learn and be a support to you. So it's, again, a mutually beneficial relationship, but it was also really intentional. Like, I want to learn. Mm -hmm. 
And so, because I'm so awesomely mature and spiritually wise, just kidding. (laughs) I actually privately struggled for a little while with like all the voices of who do you think you are? Mm. I I mean, really what I can see now is the enemy was wanting me to draw back from that opportunity by accusing me of pride and arrogance. I didn't ask for it. I didn't think that I had so much to give to you. You honored me by asking me. Mm. But I also had to step into it with a level of ownership that I wasn't going to be freaked out by being perceived as dogmatic, bossy, Mm. proud, all kinds of ugly words that the enemy threw at me. Yep. And I think, right, for both the mentor and mentee, the enemy doesn't want any any of it. So whatever way they're going to come, they're going to come. Right. And it's like, for me, I remember when I had that conversation with you, it was like the thoughts swirling in my head were like, do you really think she wants to invest that time in you? Right. (laughs) Like, who do you you think you are? But not in like a different different who do you think you are? Like, Mm -hmm. really, you think she's going to want that, that she's she she wants you around all the time? Really? Do you think that, Amy? Right. It was like that. Right. And so you could see, man, if we had given into those thoughts, you being like, I'm drawing back. Which then I would have interpreted as, well, see, clearly she doesn't want to be around me. I draw back. Then you're like, yep, I'm being too bossy. She's drawing, right? Like, Actually, we wouldn't be doing this podcast today. Exactly. (laughs) We wouldn't be doing this podcast today at all. Yeah. And And so, again, in the mentor-mentee relationship, we just have to be so on guard to what thoughts are swirling. Yeah. And offense. And because we've had some times where both of us are like, something feels weird here. Mm -hmm. Like that neither of us on our own can be like, okay, no, I can't quite pin it down to like me, but like what is happening? Yeah. And sometimes just by bringing it up, there's nothing. Like there's no hurt on my end. There's no hurt on your end. It's just the enemy being a jerk, trying to create something. Turbulence. Turbulence. And we talk about it. We bring it up. Okay. Are you hurt by me? No. Okay. Have I done something? No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of a time when we were at a conference together and I kind of just didn't know what was expected of me. And I felt like I kind of left you in the waiting there. And then I was like, does she feel insignificant because I'm off here, but I'm stressed out because I don't know what's, you know, we're both growing together. Yeah. And there's a lot of growing together that happens. Yeah. It's an honor. It's a privilege. It's a sacred responsibility. It's a sacred responsibility. Mm -hmm. This is like God's daughter. Yeah. That you're entrusted with a relationship Mm -hmm. and God he's really kind and he's so efficient I love how efficient he is because he had something for both of us Mm -hmm. in this relationship and sometimes people have observed us and it's interesting because then I get nervous again what they think about me Ooh, (laughs) and that comes down to pride and and what's really going on here and we just know that this is a gift from God that I have a sacred responsibility to intentionally share with you so when you're mentoring somebody else there's all kinds of different strategies the enemy can uh bring to you and one of those lies was man as i watch you flourish as god has created you Mm -hmm. uniquely different than me the things that i've taught you or shared with you or what's a good word imparted imparted oh yes (laughs) it's a really spiritual word let's keep it spiritual shall we yeah and i watch you absorb stuff and then express it through your unique personality the thought is there well who am i now i'm redundant Mm. i'm not needed look at amy go yeah like scarcity that there's only enough for a certain amount of people to 
do Jesus's work. Yeah. And so God really spoke to me, make space for each other without the fear of being redundant because you're both really, really needed. And I think we've talked about that a little bit in another podcast and we talked about different giftings and personalities, but yeah, lots of alertness there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And man, as the mentoree, like something that not so much now, but in the beginning was a little bit more of a struggle for me was just um, the coming under godly authority Mm. of right and the humility in that like I don't know everything I don't know what I'm doing I have I'm going to let someone know I have no stinking clue what I'm doing here show me that that was actually something that as I did it was an intentional like no actually this is cultivating humility and this is important that godly authority is key right like Jesus only did what the father did he was submitted under God the father And we need to be okay with being submitted under godly authority. Yeah, and it's not going to be to perfect people. No. Which is kind of a bummer. Exactly. And all of us need to know how to be humble leaders Mm. and humble followers. Yeah, and I think we learn that by intentionally choosing it in both roles. Yeah. Yeah. So another key to the health of this dynamic relationship that God has blessed us with is feedback. Mm -hmm. And so we did a whole podcast on feedback, but... We've been intentional about both ways. So, Amy, how is this feeling to you? Is there something that you need, something that you don't need? It makes me think um, (laughs) there's another young woman in our church that I also have a mentorship relationship with. It's different than what you and I have, Amy, but someone asked me, oh, is she doing okay in her role? And I was like, oh my goodness, if she doesn't feel mentored, then there's nobody in this church that's getting what they need. Like in my head, I was doing such a good job, but it was a good idea to check in with her. Because the thought niggled at me for a while that, yeah, I'm checking my list. I'm doing what I think I need to do. But then I said, how are you feeling about this relationship? And she burst into tears and said, oh, man, in this whole one area, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing and I need somebody to help me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so checking in with each other, not it's not top down. It's, no. it's really side by side, recognizing you've been blessed with an opportunity to give something, but you need to humbly position yourself to go, what is it you need? Mm -hmm. What is it you want from this relationship? Do I have the capacity to give it? Mm -hmm. And as, as we're in the role of mentor, I think that also helps with the humility aspect in that, especially if you're viewing it as like, I am training someone, like you said, the succession plan, that Mm -hmm. they could do my job, like, and do it better, that they'd Mm -hmm. go on before me, that it really helps to buffer against the lie of like, my job, my ministry is my identity. Because you're actively engaging in helping someone go farther than you currently are. That's right. Making space for flourishing. Really comes against the, I'm the only one that can do this. And if I'm not doing this, then nobody is capable. Yeah. And if I don't have this, then I am nobody and I have nothing. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Ditches everywhere. So a mentor is, according to the dictionary an experienced and trusted advisor. I think by implication, you look for somebody who has more experience in the area that you want to grow in Mm. and ask them if they'll be your mentor. It's risky. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. You have mentors. I have mentors. I feel like it's something we should always be doing. Mm -hmm. And as mature adults, we can glean what we want to glean. And we'll also recognize ways that we're different, that we're not even supposed to be just like that person, but we can receive the wisdom that they have gained. Yeah, that's ex- that's totally true. I can only speak to our relationship that as we've grown and deepened, that there's an awareness that there's like a your stuff, our together stuff, and that there's a my stuff. That's right. 
that it's not just our partnership and Michelle's stuff, but that, man, God has created you for things that you're uniquely called to. God has created things that I'm uniquely called to. And he's also created things that together we're called to. Where there's an overlap. Yeah. Which I think is just so wonderful. Yeah. And I think that in all of this, to be prepared to be seen and known is really important because you're going to be. Mm -hmm. And we even learn stuff from seeing each other's weaknesses. It's not like as a mentor, you have to show up and have it all together because I don't. And my mentors don't. (laughs) And you also need to be prepared for vulnerability. Yeah. um, In the receiving. And so I have uh, every couple of months is I have a scheduled meeting with a mentor and every time I think I have nothing to talk about and they just seem to know the questions to ask, Mm -hmm. the things to say. And almost every stinking time I end up in tears and I hate it and I love it Hmm. because somehow we've discovered the spot where Jesus wants to encourage me, strengthen me, stretch me, grow me. And that's actually what I signed up for. So in a sense, it's like going to the gym. You're signing up to be uncomfortable so that you'll be stronger. Oh, that's such a good analogy. And... And so true. If you are currently in a relationship, you would consider a mentoring relationship, and yet you are totally comfortable and there's no stretching and growing, you might want to take a look at that. Mm -hmm. Is that because there's no permission for the other person to challenge you, or they're actually not more wise and experienced in the ways that you want to grow? Mm -hmm. And if you think you have nothing to give to other people, that's a lie. And you should be looking around going, who could actually benefit from me being in their lives. Not in a proud and arrogant way, but you have something to give. Mm -hmm. You might have mad skills in meal prep. That would have been a great great gift to me when I was a young mom. (laughs) It doesn't have to be all like ministry, like what we're talking about. You Mm -hmm. might have, I'm just trying to think what other mad skills people have. Man, you might be able to like, you know your way around mechanics, cars, engines, to really give that gift to A younger person or even an older person. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't have the skill you have and maybe feels incredibly uncomfortable, insignificant, and insecure. Scared to even ask for help. Mm -hmm. Hey, why don't you come over and we could do this together? Yeah. If there's something you can do that you enjoy doing, imparting that to somebody else is such a gift. When I was a young mom, there was an older mom who took such delight in my kids. I was potty training, Amy. Who takes delight in potty training? Nobody. But when I watched her delight in my kids, I saw something that I was missing out while I was Mm. in the trenches of it. She mentored me in motherhood for a while. That was a gift. Yeah. Seeing life through her eyes. Mm -hmm. So this isn't exclusive to ministry. This is about thriving, healthy community and relationships. And for those of us, and I include myself in that, that um, the idol of self, Mm -hmm. self self-sufficiency, self-dependent or self-independence, that being in a mentor relationship comes up against that does war all on that the time because want- right because man if we've agreed to be in a mentoring relationship we are not independent we're connected we're not self sufficient because we've already declared that yeah. man you have something that I want to learn yeah that is just constantly like you said war on the idol of self hmm. so if our listeners today are wondering does this actually apply to me the answer basically is yes if you're triggered by it the very concept of it, be curious about who Jesus might want you to forgive because I guarantee you there have been authoritarian people in your life that make you feel like you never want to be in this position. So process forgiveness there. Listen to the feedback podcast and think how you could benefit from healthy feedback in your life. Um, Ask Jesus 
Is there an area of my life, and it can be any aspect of our lives, physical, spiritual, emotional, where there's someone I want to learn from and be intentional about it and also intentionally consider the idea that you have something to give. Because when we're giving and receiving, we are going to flourish and we're going to go further up and further in. 